I met Dr. Walter Monk one night in 2014 when I had received a dinner invitation to hear him speak at Scripps Institution of Oceanography. Here was the man who famously helped the Allies learn to predict wave conditions used in landings at Normandy and all global theaters. Later, he pioneered the use of acoustic tomography to understand ocean currents. As he relayed his findings that night, offering a new level of concern. It was acoustic tomography that first showed the vulnerability of the West Antarctic ice shelves to melting by warm currents. The nearest analysis proved to be from Caltech. Global sea level rise threatens to be one of the most costly consequences of human-caused climate change. The largest potential contribution to sea level rise involves the loss of ice covering all or even a portion of Antarctica. Ocean acoustic tomography is a technique used to measure temperatures and currents over large regions of ocean. The technique relies on precisely measuring the time it takes, sound signals, to travel between two instruments, one an acoustic source and one a receiver. In Monk's mind, the idea is simple. Meticulous recording over years of the time it takes for sound to travel known distances will reveal if the oceans are getting warmer. If the locations of the instruments are known precisely, the measurement of time of flight can be used to infer the speed of sound averaged over the acoustic path. Changes in the speed of sound are primarily caused by changes in the temperature of the ocean. The measurement of the travel times is equivalent to a measurement of temperature. I think that we don't really know the time scales well. People are thinking two meters at the end of the century. And I don't think that nasty surprises are totally impossible. As global atmospheric and ocean temperatures rise, physical processes related to the ocean circulation carry this additional heat into the deep ocean, transport it poleward via the overturning circulation, and ultimately deliver the heat to the underside of floating Antarctic ice shelves. The total water, the sea level has associated with Greenland glaciers is about nine meters. We are in a uh, time in which there's a profound uh, transformation happening in the Arctic. It raises a lot of national security, geopolitical and economic issues. And the uh, total sea level rise associated with Antarctica is of the order of 100 meters. But this is uh, owned by, uh, by Russia, and it's a, a LNG tanker. It's a rather large ship. It's 300 meters long. It's ice-hardened, so it can break 1.5 meters of ice. As you know, presently now, we really don't have a U.S. icebreaker. Uniquely, uh, the plan is to run a fiber optic cable with power from Barrow, Alaska through the North Pole to Longyearbyen. 
Walter Monk always dreamed big. Walter's dream for a global ocean think tank begins at Sesh, his former family home and gathering place. Today, it is a place that is revered by the entire UCSD community and is a vital global resource for oceanography writ large. The SESH residence is to be given as a life estate to the University of California for the benefit of the Scripps Institution of Oceanography. And I can tell you that as long as I'm chancellor, I will be a good custodian. <laughs> <laughs> UCSD would be a good custodian. What we see from our vantage points is a series of decisions we make, whether to take the train or drive, whether to heat the hot tub, or watch the big screen TV. Upstream in manufacture, assembly, and shipping, we pay a green tax on poorly engineered products, preloading atmospheric CO2 before the product is even used. Thank you for being with us on Nature's Touch. Climate Change is here. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and on climatechangeshere.com. Thank you, Robin Carneen, and to the Greenbelt Society, Hunter College, and Pratt Institute. Music